Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rods! What's happening, dude? Guys, it's hour two. Hour two. It's time to get into the meat and potatoes. But I tell you before we jump right into this. Let's don't jump right in. Well, we still got to tell people about where we're going to be because we left off of Carolina Motor Fest. And as epic as that is, our year's not over. No, sir. So, let me gain myself here from this long break. I took a nap. It was great. Um, October 8th, we're actually working on a show with uh, the Greenville Hospital System. That's going to be a great event, guys. You need to stay tuned. We're still panning out all the details. Yes, so as soon as we get details details of that, we will do a uh, public release on that with all the information and all the goodies. And this will be uh, this will be uh, benefiting their Children's Cancer Center. So this is like actually that. a really great cause. All right, moving on. October 15th, of course, it'll be our wound-up last cruise in there at Ruby Tuesdays on Woodruff Road. Definitely don't want to miss that. That's always a good time. We'll probably have a costume party or something like that going on with it being Halloween. Speaking of Halloween, we'll be in Las Vegas for the SEMA show at this uh, Las Vegas Convention Center. That is always great times. And that gives us about half a year of content when we come back. Oh, yeah. So, definitely. Always uh, a great time in Sin City, though. SEMA is a great event. Like I said, guys, if you ever have the opportunity to go, you be sure to check it out. Absolutely. And we'll be doing our best to bring you all the action from SEMA. We'll be going live multiple times out there, talking to many celebrities and different things like that. And Definitely check your Facebook page because exactly. pictures. And I mean, this is we take about 500 pictures while we're there. Absolutely. So, you know, we'll try to keep you in the know of what's going on out in Las Vegas the whole time we're there. Uh, when we get back, November 11th, Southern Super Heavy Shootouts, and I have been called out for a race there, so this should be interesting. This should be interesting. I'll tell you what. They but called you just, out just today, I actually. Mean, you just get called out all the time. Everybody I mean, wants peace. Everybody wants peace. I'm telling you, there's enough wagon to go around. <laughs> exactly. And then coming up right after that, our last... Well, what is the Southern Super Heavy Shootouts? It's November 11th. Did I not say it? Where's it going to be at? It's going to be at Commerce, Georgia. At the Atlanta Dragway. Uh, it's an awesome track. They, they have a great facility down there. Guys, you definitely don't want to miss it. This is the same track that John... John Force and many other legends run down, and this is your opportunity to run your 4,000-pound or more uh, car down this track. That's right. And there's a car show going on. Always a good time. That's right. It's like it's like the Fat Kid Car Show. <laughs> exactly. All right. After that, last show of the year for us, I think currently, unless someone else rings our phone in the next few weeks, December 2nd, we're going to be at Hawks Motorsport for the second annual toy drive. Last year, you were out of town, but this was a great show. Great event, great event. I saw pics from this. I heard about this event for weeks afterwards. Yes, it was an awesome time. Oh, Odd Rod had everybody line dancing. I did. I had him. I had him dancing to uh, Vic's wobble. Uh, wobble <laughs> By request, wobble wobble. It was a great time. I'm not even sure what that is, but we got it. We we had him wobbling, but you know, Hawks puts on a great show. They raise a lot of toys and a lot of money uh, for local children here in the area, and it's a good time. You know, I think they do some stuff for the Marines and different things like that. So a lot of good charities that we're working with. And happy to be working with Hawks Motorsports on this one. And I can't wait for this show. It was a ton of fun last year, and I'm sure it will be again this year. Can't wait. All right, so that wraps that up. Now, we have some more stuff to talk about. We do have some more stuff to talk about. We got some very important stuff to talk about. 
As a matter of fact, I'm gonna start this one off. Word on the bird is we're gonna race. I tell you what, that's what I've heard. I've heard this too. I've heard it through the grapevine. You know, guys, if you if you stay tuned into Facebook and the social media, we've been talking a lot of trash here lately. <laughs> and now keep in mind, I mean, we talk a lot of trash all the time. Yeah, this is really no different than, you know, any other I look time. at it like this. If we were like an American graffiti, <laughs> I'm like John Milner and you're like Toad. Easy. And you're calling. No, you're like a, what's his name? Harrison Ford. Okay, all right, but I don't want to wreck. I hope you don't wreck. Yeah, Harrison Ford wrecked, so that's not a very good comparison either. Yeah, and he had that, that ugly, the ugly chick from Happy Days in the car with him. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So yeah. you're just like kind of doing me bad. There really wasn't no cute chicks, period, in American Graffiti. So we all kind of lost technically. Yeah, you know, you're right. Except you, Suzanne Summers in the T Bird. She was kind of hot. Yeah, I'll give you that one. But I mean, but there, she was just cameos. I mean, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, but the thing that was crazy about it though is, is Odd Rod's got his wagon back on the road. And he's all happy, you know. He's got his hot rod back, and he's like, he's like, you know, he's got his he's got his new little pet, and he loves it, and he pets <laughs> it, and he's showing it off. And it was at Back to Basics last month, and of course the Boo thing is going to be at Back to Basics this month. And you know, naturally, the Boo thing is like the baddest car in the valley. And what does he do? <laughs> he wants a piece of it. I wouldn't go that far. Haven't been outrun yet. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. You and I'm not you saying haven't, you haven't lined up to the right car yet. That's your problem. No, you will never have the fastest car in town. I agree with you there. I agree with but you there. But I will tell you this: I've been talking and playing cars for a long time. For a long, long time, you were pooping in Pampers, and I was doing this. <laughs> but this is the thing you got to think about, guys. My car runs good. My mouth runs great. Well, the good thing is, I'm not worried about running your mouth so much as I am your car. Yeah, you need to be worried about it. I mean, it's probably keeping you up at night. I know you're taking meds and stuff, but but we've made a lot of videos going back and forth, and it's all in good fun, and we're and we're all going to put a race together. And I'll tell you what, want to ask want to ask the audience this: If we were going to race, me and Otterod, where would you want us to race? Now, keep in mind, these are street cars, so we're not going to the drag strip and racing. No, no, we're going to keep it off the drag strip. We actually want to do a street race, but we want to work with uh, certain PDs and make this actual very legal. Very legal. This is the, you know what I'm saying. So these aren't race cars. These are street cars, and this ain't like street cars like you see on 405. Oh, these are real street race cars. No, no, no. this is a car you could actually literally drive to these work. Cars have bl- well, I don't think your blinkers work on your wagon, but it did have blinkers <laughs> on it at one time. But you know what I'm saying. And I mean, I think this would be fun, and we're putting it together, you know, because I'll be honest with you, I've never turned down a challenge. And, you know, we're working on, you know, some working on some things, you know, with this and maybe helping out a great cause along the way, which is even better. Actually, very true. And speaking of turning down a challenge and never having to do that, I think this is actually going to be a challenge for both of these cars. Oh, it is. Well, it's a good race because the cars are very, very evenly matched. So let's let's take a look at the cars. Let's let's compare the two. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's bring in the underdog first. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the Caprice. I wouldn't go underdog, but we, I knew what you meant there. So we'll we'll talk about it first. You got a '91 Chevrolet Caprice station wagon that was never meant to do anything like what it's doing right now. As a matter of fact, the poor guy that sold this car off the dealership lot is probably rolling over in his grave if he's moved on. It has been replaced with an LQ9 60 steel block. So it's the better of the 60s. Um, it's got ARP studs, 243 heads, which, of course, is LS6 heads, and it's got LS6 intake. Uh, Brian Tooley Stage 4 cam, BTR springs with uh, titanium retainers, Texas speed push rod, uh, the transmission back in the How up. How much horsepower does those push rods give you? You know, a little bit. 
They, put, did you put the sticker on there? They, no, 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 no. They, they're stamped into the push rods. Mm. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're already anodized in there, so there's it's good to go. Uh, backing it up, it's got a 4L60 transmission with a Yank SS3600 stall. Uh, the weak point of the car is the GM 10 bolt, but it did come factory with 323 gears, giving it a good top end. And um, tipping the scales the last time I checked it. Now, Rob here has a debate about this, but down at Commerce, it did weigh 4280 with me in the car. Their scales are severely off. We'll see. So I, that's just all I have to go by. I, I think it needs a reweigh on that, but you know what? I'll take I'll take that weight. You know what? I'm I'm actually going to have to agree with you a little bit, and let's be conservative, and let's just say the car tips in the scales at 4,500 pounds. I think that's a fairly accurate number. Um, you know, the car does have a little bit lighter wheels on it with the Boss 338s. You know, it's got updated brakes, but none of that has to do with go fast. So there's the go fast parts. Um, I think you know, is it's going to be a top end car for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing about it, you know, with the LS power. And once you get off the line with it and get the RPMs up and not spin, keep in mind she's a one-tire fryer to still. Yes, sir. So that's that, that's the hold back there. That's that's the the car's biggest handicap is currently sitting on the rear end of it. But see, now that's where my car's biggest advantage is. Yes. So I think you're drastically lacking. I wouldn't say drastically, but I think you're definitely lacking in power. But you're going to make up for it in the rear end. But before we get too involved in your car, and I'm going to stag this out a little bit, but before we get too involved in your car, we got to cut to a commercial break, and I don't want you to get talking about the boo thing, and then all of a sudden we got to pay some bills and blah, blah, blah. So, I'm with you. So, yes, I, you know, when we come back, we're going to talk about the boo thing and talk about it a little bit more in depth. But I think, like you know, like has been said, the rear end is going to be the big drawback on the wagon um, mixed with weight, mixed with weight. Um, it, it is about as aerodynamic as a 9mm bullet, so it should have a little advantage there. But we'll see. But first, let's, uh, let's pay spills. It's, it's like a lunchbox with mag wheels on it. <laughs> guys, you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rods! What's happening, dude? All right, now, we heard all about Betty White, a.k.a. the 91 Chevrolet Caprice that's LS-powered. Yes, sir. And we heard about rod bolts and push rods. <laughs> so now it's time to hear about the champion. Bring it on. Oh. Oh. Hang on. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, really? let me tell you about a little something called the boo thing. Really? You bribed our producer into doing that. Really? You got to do what you got to do sometimes, sir. <laughs> I'm all about making an entrance. All right. I love you for it, Gray. But anyway, checks in the mail. So, now we're talking about the Boo Thing. And the Boo Thing is a 1965 Malibu SS. Couldn't have splurged for the Chevelle? Actually, the Chevelle was a base model in 1965. <laughs> yes. I like testing my man on his knowledge. That's right. In 1965, you had the 300, which was the base model. You had the Chevelle, which was the middle of the road. You had the Malibu, which was the top of the line. And then you had the Malibu SS, which was the performance edition. Mm. All right. It is a factory Malibu SS. It was built February 14th, 1965 in the Atlanta assembly plant. Sold brand new in Atlanta, Georgia. Restored in Atlanta, Georgia. Frame off. With a few upgrades, it's a, uh, it, like I said, it's a 65 Malibu SS. You don't want to venture into them upgrades? We'll talk about it a little bit. Are, right. you, are you buying it? 
<laughs> Don't worry about it then, cowboy. I know, I know about them. I know about them. I just it's a uh, like I said. It's a it's a nineteen sixty five Malibu SS three twenty seven three hundred horse four speed car. Let's just say the two barrels no longer on it. It didn't have a two barrel from the factory on it. Let's just um, say the original four barrels no longer on it. No, 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 not even close. And uh, it's got it gets a little more fuel. It's a little more spark. It's got a little more compression. More everything in it, but you know what I'm saying. It's it started out 300 horsepower ish. It, well, even back then it was they they kind of held it back. I mean, but the uh, you know it's a really hot 327, and you know if anybody knows anything about your old school small block Chevrolet, especially these little 327s, they've got such a. I mean, you can really turn them out of the frame. They got so. I mean, they're just a really high turning revving engine. They I are. shipped this car at 5800 RPMs, and I'm really babying it at that. I mean, you could turn it a little harder than that. I can vouch for that. I've been in the car when yes, it does that. I, I'm not scared to stretch it out. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's just like the harder you run it, the better it likes it. You know what I mean? And uh, what can I say? The old girl likes it rough. You know? <laughs> but uh, it's a fun car. Like I said, it was equipped from the factory with a 410 gear, positive traction, and a 12-bolt rear end, which is, if you don't know much about rear differentials, the same rear end that's under you know, your basic three-quarter ton pickup truck <laughs> from the factory. This car was built for one thing, and that's to go fast in a straight line, because if you try to turn it or stop it quick, you're going to die. <laughs> I agree with that. Now, there also is where your car has a little fault to it. Has a major fault to it. Well, yeah, turning and dying. Um, no, with the 410 gears, what happens in, let's say, a quarter mile? Quarter mile, you're stretching it tight with the 410s. Exactly. Now, the only thing that helps the 410s is I've actually upgraded wheels and tires. I'm running a 18 by 7 and a 20 by 9 on the rear. Now, keep in mind that my rear tires... Total diameter is about 28 inches, so that helps eat a little bit of that 410 gear up. But I do have a close ratio Super T10 four-speed in there, all aluminum. It's it's really geared. The transmission's not geared real high either. Even in fourth right. gear, going down the highway, you're screaming 55, 60 miles. I'm turning about 38, 3900 still. Right. Um, which I mean, you know, running from exit to exit is one thing. Would I want to drive it to the beach? No. <laughs> so, I mean, I think you have two cars, and plus the weight factor. On the well, the weight factor, the car weighs 3,110 pounds. Exactly. So you're talking about a car that is nearly 1,500 pounds lighter. Um, it's missing the mark on horsepower, I'm sure, uh, which your car has never hit a dyno. No, it's never been on a dyno. Um, so you're... I, I, I'd be willing to bet money. It just runs off dyno fuel. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet money it's missing the mark on horsepower compared to the LS motor. And you know the LS motor is going to have a little quicker response time as far as throttle goes. Um, so you got some variances. Fuel injection versus carburetor. So you're going to have some variances there. Um, and then like we said in the previous segment talking about the rear end under the uh, wagon, is going to be my biggest downfall. Also, it's going to be your biggest downfall is your rear end because it's kind of going from one extreme to another. Exactly. Well, these two cars are built totally different ways. Yes, I mean, they are. It takes every bit of power I've got, and I'm putting it at the bottom end. Yes. Yours stretches it out and puts it at the top. Right. So, you know, in all, in all actuality, when you set these cars side by side and truly compare them, there's going to be a common middle ground here where these cars are pretty evenly matched. Well, a good rule of thumb when you're running in a quarter mile... For every hundred pounds, you save, you pick up a tenth. Exactly. Of a so, second. So there, there's nearly, let's just say, one and a quarter seconds. Yeah, one and a quarter, difference. maybe even between one and a quarter and one and a half seconds difference. Right. Just off car alone. Just off weight. Yep. Um, so it's going to be a very interesting, uh, a very interesting race. Um, 
obviously i think if we race to the end of the driveway you got me and if we race three or four miles oh i mean now that's there's 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 no chance but yeah. she's gonna be gasping for breath <laughs> at that point but there, i think there's going to be a good Hell, common... stop and get gassed by that time oh yeah no doubt but I, I think there's going to be a good common ground to, to actually make this be a pretty pretty well-matched race Oh yeah, and I think it's a lot. Of, it's going to be a lot of fun. And like I said, guys, we're still working out all the details of it and all that stuff. But you know, if we do it, it's going to be for a great cause, and of course, it's going to be extremely publicized. And we're going to talk it up, and we'll have cameras and people there are plenty. I assure you of that. Oh yeah, you're definitely not going to miss out on this event for sure. We'll have sure. as many cameras and people there as you see at a normal street outlaws race. <laughs> all right. So since we're talking about fast American cars, even cars that weren't meant to be fast. Why don't we talk about, I don't know, let's do another top ten list of uh, some of the fastest production cars made right here in America. Fastest production cars made right here in the yeah, this is based off uh, This is based off mile per hour, so this is like genuinely top speed. top speed cars made right here in the United States. Um, I want to kick it off with the number ten spot. This is a Tesla P90D. And this car tops out at 150 miles an hour. Uh, now, this car is limited to the top speed of just 155 miles an hour, uh, just like your full-size SUV from Mercedes. But unlike other cars in the 155-mile-an-hour uh, club, which is a common top speed for limited cars, the P90D has 762 horsepower. Keep in mind, that's electric horsepower. Exactly. And does a 0 to 60 time, and this is where electric is so beautiful. It does a 0 to 60 time in an eye-watering 2.8 seconds. Well, you got to think about electric power. The accelerator pedal in an electric car works just like the volume knob in your car works. Oh, yes. As fast as you can turn it is as fast as the volume is going up. Exactly. So as fast as you can put that pedal. Now, keep in mind, Teslas do have some delay built into them just to well, protect na- the well, driver. Well, naturally, well, you have a drive line too. I mean, you're going to chunk things out if you don't have that progression <laughs> there of some kind. Yes, yeah, so, and they're built with this progressor to them. But keep in mind, these cars, just like you said, as soon as you lay that throttle to the floor, it is instantaneous power. And I'm sorry, but 700 plus, almost, you know, 762 horsepower, electric horsepower, that is a lot. Oh, yeah. And a top speed of 155 miles an hour. And And a car that's not light either. No, a car that's not light. You're basically taking a bunch of batteries and sending them down the road like a rocket. I mean, this this thing is absolutely oppressive. But just impressive enough to make it to our number 10 spot. So when we come back, we got plenty of more on this list. All right, guys. Welcome um, back to Hot so Rods. So stay tuned right here to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1060. What's happening, dude? We're talking about them top 10 apple pie, bald eagle, American flag waving cars. This is kissing a bald the eagle. Fastest American cars. This is kissing a bald eagle wearing a tank top in a Walmart parking lot at its best. I got a little tear in my eye and heard, and heard, heard a little Lee Greenwood playing in the background. <laughs> All right, so we just America. did our uh, yeah, we just did our number 10 spot with the Tesla. Coming in at number 9, though, is the Ford Shelby GT350 at a whopping 180 miles an hour. Ain't it now, crazy the jump between 10 and 9? It is. Now, think about the crowd you can take out at 180 miles an hour. 180 miles an hour, you're taking people out at record pace. <laughs> Unlike Shelby Mustangs of days gone by, the GT350 is no straight-line rocket. I mean, it is that. But unlike its predecessors, this pony car can actually take it to corner, too. 
Uh, you know, in fact, the GT350 of today's times can actually corner behind some European cars. Well, so not only is it a fast straight line rocket, but it actually is a handling car. It's not like the the pony car of bullet. You know what I mean? Well, you got to think about the GT350, and, and Jay Leno actually has an original Shelby GT350, and it's an unrestored car. I mean, it's in great condition, mileage is good on, and all that. And he drives it daily. He loves it. It was actually the very first car that Jay Leno ever bought, collector car. He oh, won a Shelby. That's actually very interesting. It was a Shelby GT350, but they compared it to a new GT350, just like you're talking about. Night in every way, it outruns it. Oh yeah. But at the time, it was groundbreaking. But now we're talking 1965. Oh yeah, 1965 GT350 was the bee's knees, if you will. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing better. Let me tell you something interesting. Was that the booth thing had more horsepower than GT350? <laughs> Just throwing that out there in 1965 from that, the factory. It didn't have to go to Carroll Shelby's. That is actually crazy to think about. But you know, I mean, these cars are absolutely impressive. I mean, they really are. And what's even more impressive, you know, we talked about the Tesla coming in at the 0 60 time at 2.8 seconds. You want to know the 2.8 sec, uh, 2 point, <laughs> you want to know the 0 to 60 time on the Shelby GT350? What's that? It actually slows way down to 3.7 seconds, only produced by 526 horsepower. Well, you got to think about it. It's going through internal combustion, going through a transmission, through a drive shaft, through the rear axle, to the ground. There's a lot of movement there. There is. There is. There absolutely is. All right, so we're going to move on to our number eight spot, and I'm glad this one uh, beat out the Mustang. Coming in at number eight is the Chevy Camaro, the ZL1, at 184 <coughs> miles an hour, so just four miles an hour above the Shelby. I want to tell you, and I'm a little shocked there because ZL1's a beast. ZL1 is absolutely a beast. I mean, this car, 580 horsepower. Of course, it comes with a 6.2. The LS3 is supercharged. This thing is pure nasty. But it's not that much more impressive than the Shelby. I mean, they're really evenly matched. You know, in all honesty, you're going to take a lot of road to really see that extra four miles an hour. I mean, I think apples to apples, you got two very comparable cars here. I mean, the horsepower is not far off. Um, Everything about them, you know, is not that far off. Well, I mean, they're very comparable cars, but they were built for the same market, same everything. And they and it's so funny to be built by two different camps. Yes. They really hit the mark just about side by side. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? They both are great-looking cars. I mean, they are. You well, know, whether you're a Ford fan or you're a Chevrolet fan, these are two great-looking well, cars. Well, back to the retro styling you yes. know, and all that stuff. You know, you know, of course, Chevrolet keeps kind of pulling back from that first-gen Camaro. And, you know, Ford, they keep stretching out the 65 further and further. <laughs> but you see where I'm getting at. I mean, you know, it's like it's like Starship Enterprise and a 65 Mustang collide, and you got the 2017 Mustang GT <laughs> 350R Laguna Seca Special Edition Super Snake Cobra. <laughs> Mustangs have more names for their cars. It drives me insane. SVT. <laughs> Well, I think, By Ford. I think all are getting carried away on their uh, names for cars. Yeah, they are. There's some of these are just insane. You know, <laughs> I'm going to take a second here. And I've talked about this car before, but it's a car I owned in the past. You want to talk about cars with long names. How about my previously owned 1982 Datsun by Nissan 280ZX Turbo? That was literally on the back of the car. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, it's just it's, they get carried away with these names. They really do. Yeah, some of them are just insane. All right, moving on to our number seven spot, the Chevrolet Corvette Z06 at 185 miles an hour. So pay an extra $40,000, and you can get a car that goes one mile an hour faster you than get the ZL1. Little, you, you get a little bit more than one mile an hour oh, faster. Oh, yeah, you lose two seats in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you gain a lot of class. You know, things like that. <laughs> you see. That? You see the Camaro parked in front of Dave and Buster's with a lady with a Marlboro hanging out of her mouth hollering at her kids, get in the car! Or as I always say with a Camaro... Don't make me tell your ditty! <laughs> as I always say with a Camaro, you're about four center blocks away from being the king of your trailer park. Right. And then, or you got the man in the Corvette that's got his golf clubs in the back and... Really really got his life together. Yeah, you know he's what got, I'm saying. He's got a spare target top in I the mean, back. I mean, this guy's like rich, got a, got a, got a good-looking, took-care old lady at home, probably a girlfriend, too. You know, that guy. <laughs> you see what I'm getting at. Or you got the ladder. You know, <laughs> Come on. You know, and the, the zero six 6 it packs an impressive punch uh, doing the 0-60 to 60 time. In I wonder if Camaro's still coming with ashtrays. I'm, I'm almost certain. <laughs> I think that goes hand in hand, Marlboros and Camaros. I mean, they almost is, rhyme. It's just like, you know, it's like, here's your Camaro. Here's your coupon for 15 cartons of Marlboros. <laughs> What's bad is we are GM people and we're sitting here talking about this I car. Mean, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Which, you know, I you've owned a Camaro. I've owned a Camaro. My dad has a Camaro Your right dad now. has a Camaro right now. And I've just never been the biggest fan of them. Now, I, was, I do love your dad's. I love your dad's Camaro, but I've just never like, been the biggest fan it, of them. It's like the old man's a classic Corvette guy. Mid-year Corvettes for days. He comes in with a 69 Camaro that's absolutely gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. And I told him, we're moving back to the trailer park, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Did Mama leave you? <laughs> that's so wrong. Are you going to mullet hound? <laughs> if my dad's here to grow back out, are you going to grow a mullet? <laughs> Yeah, he did buy a beautiful car, though. It is a gorgeous Camaro. But the coming in at our number seven spot, of course, is the Z06, and a whopping zero to sixty time of two point nine five seconds. Wrap your mind around that. In under three seconds, this thing's going zero, zero to sixty. So that's impressive. And this is internal combustion, kids. Yes, sir. All right, number six. This one kills me to even say it's on this list. But the Dodge Hellcat Challenger. You know what? That being said, the Mopar Camp. I'm just, I'm going to lay down, lay it down right here. Look, I'm putting it out. I'm putting it all out there. Lay it out there. This is what I'm going to tell you. I love you guys. I, I think I'm secretly a Mopar fan. I really am impressed. You know, Mopar has took a real I'm gutsy not, approach to I'm it. I'm not going to lie. I'm a, I'm a fan of their marketing team. Well, I mean, you got well, marketing is ingenious, but I mean, you know, they do make some performance cars. Period. They make fast cars. I mean, those Hellcats. I mean, 707 horsepower, dude. Come on. Yeah. I'm still getting over the fact that they could legally sell a car that makes 707 horsepower. Oh, yeah. Much less the Demon. Exactly. That's what's that, 840? Yeah. Which I think uh, our list hasn't been updated, but I think the Demon should make its way on this list, which I don't think true numbers have been really laid out there yet. On the Demon, yeah. I mean, all you got is those blown out of proportion numbers right now. Right. Have you seen what those demons are bringing online? Yeah, it's, it's absurd. St- it's so crazy. You're starting to see them kind of surface. Yep. It's where you're seeing the blue ones and the black ones and the yellow ones. And there's a couple of red ones floating around, too. Yep. But the Hellcat comes in at a staggering 199 miles an hour. And like you said, from the you know the blown hammy, it makes 707 horsepower. Don't forget your red key. Oh, yeah. You got your red key. Which takes you back to the days of the ZR1 Corvettes, where they actually had the uh, – they didn't have two keys. You actually had to take and put the key in the ignition switch and turn it back to accessory. Yep. Then 
crank the car, and that would unlock it. Yes. To go full full speed to drop the rev limiter out of it. But what is impressive about the Hellcat, I will say this, is that this is a car you can easily buy for under sixty thousand dollars. I actually know somebody that picked one up for fifty one thousand. So I mean this is a car that's well, they're out there and, very and you're starting to see more and more of them used popping yes. up. Now here's my thing with a with a Hellcat. Do you really want to be the second or third owner of one of these cars? I look at buying a used Hellcat about like buying a used condom. Yeah. You know what? You know what somebody's been doing with it. Yeah, you know? yeah. it's not like well, you know, tearing just, it up. That's just, what they've been doing. I with just it. took it out of the wrapper. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I just looked at it. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> or they said it's lady driven. No, no. You ever heard that song, the little old lady from Pasadena? Yeah, that's the lady that's been driving the Hellcat. <laughs> yeah, I mean these cars aren't just baby. You don't buy 707 horsepower and not open the throttle on it. And I'll be honest with you, you know, just not to get too far off subject with this. But I wouldn't want to buy a car a little old lady drove. You seen how they drive? They hit curbs and everything else. <laughs> you serve a very valid point. And it's like, you know, the demon now. Do you really want to be the second owner on one of those? No. I don't. I don't want to be the first one. <laughs> I mean, you're buying, you know, a, a street legal, a thousand plus horsepower car, and you really want to be the guy that catches the second wind of that thing? I'm telling you, if it's got one. <laughs> yeah. If it's not wrapped around a tree or... You know, up against a drag strip wall. I just, I just bought it just to hang out. You know, I drove it to cruise ends. I put some stickers on it. Yeah. No, you drag raced it. Sing that song to somebody else. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, we're going to get back to this top 10 list. We got a very, very cool car coming up in the number five spot that you guys definitely don't want to miss right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 W. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod, son, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. Want to know what this number five car is? Uh, well, dude, you have to wait because, okay, no, you don't have to wait. All right, this is probably the coolest car on the list, in my personal opinion. Number five is the Equus Bass 770. Okay, let me get this straight. This is the Eccles Bass. Equus. Equus Bass. Equus. Don't they make watches or something? Uh, I, they probably do. Now, this car looks like a 67 Mustang Fastback. Like somebody's watched Gone in 60 it Seconds. It looks identical to a 67 All Mustang. they did was is take Nicolas Cage and Mustang off of it and put bass across the back. Yeah. Like bass is in the fish. Yeah. Large mouth, bass. Yes. And, I mean, it's a 67 Mustang. So this is what happens when a European businessman decides to build a 640 horsepower. Does it got a big fish on the side of it? No, it does not. But this thing comes at a price tag of over $200,000. And it's just about as American as baseball, hot dogs, or apple pie. And you know what is under the hood of this Detroit build beauty? What's that? Uh, LS3. Supercharged. So it, so it looks like a Mustang, but she's got they've, Chevrolet horsepower. They've already LS swapped the Mustang for you. This is why I love this car so much. It's Ford tough with Chevy stuff. This is an LS swapped Mustang right off the showroom floor, and it is a production car. How much cooler does it get? Guys, if you've never seen one of these or never heard of one, probably because it's not in your local dealership, because Ford refuses to sell it and Chevy refuses to house it as well. But this thing is a production car. It is over $200,000, and it is awesome. It's compiled of mostly aluminum and carbon fiber. It's lightweight, it's fast, and it is the first car to tip our marks at the 200-mile-an-hour mark. In a 67-shaped yes. Mustang. Shaped. 
car. LS powered. LS powered. <laughs> like all that thing needs is like a rear end out from under a Challenger and it would be perfect. Yes. I mean, it, to me, this thing's awesome. And if you look at the headlights, it kind of does have a Challenger feel to it. It does a little bit, but it looks like a 67 Mustang from the side. But I mean, of all the things, the animals you could name a vehicle after, it is the Equus. Bass. It's the Equus Basset Hound. <laughs> no, it's just Bass. It's the Bass. I yeah. mean, what's, I don't get it. Well, all right. It, you sure it ain't bass? No, it's got to be an acronym. I'm, I'm thinking if you split the word up, it's B, like for bad, and then I'll let you fill in the yeah. rest from there. It could be that. So I, I'm just thinking it has to be somewhere along that lines. I mean, I mean, was it the Equus Chicken Little? <laughs> all right, guys, moving on to our number four spot, a car that I love and can vouch for, and this one deserves every rights to be on the list. The Cadillac CTSV, also another 200-mile-an-hour car. This is luxury and performance at its finest. Well, now we know you got a little you got a little crush on a Cadillac CTSV. I do have a crush. Uh, uh, my boss actually used to own one of these. He owned a 2011 a V2, and you know took it in that car. It, it did zero. So you're talking like all this Cadillac CTS talking. Like, you know, it was a V2 and had a handshake. And <laughs> it gets well, all perky over it's here. It's the second generation of the, uh, Vs. The 2011 was, and the cars did a zero to sixty to three seven back then, and it was a 200 mile an hour car. Um, he actually took his up to RPM performance up near Raleigh, and well, in Clemens, North Carolina, to be exact, and had a little work done to this car. It, it's probably one of the fastest street cars that I've set my butt in, but this thing is just raw and nasty off the showroom floor. Again, it's powered by LSA. I don't know what the new ones are powered by, but in 2011, it was powered by a supercharged LSA. A very very awesome car, and then there is no skimp on these cars when it comes to luxury. After all, it does wield the Cadillac name. You know, it has the Cadillac badging all over it. Uh, it's I do fast know that for class, boys. I do know the newer ones come with a 640 horsepower supercharged V8. Um, so I'm guessing it's probably using the LT4, which is in the new Z06s. Um, very impressive, still uh, awesome car. And what's cool is like the V1s even were 400 horsepower with LS6 in them, and every one of them came as a six-speed. And those cars can be picked up for around 15 grand now. Those cars are very oh, That's a deal. There again, another thing, buying a used Cadillac CTSV. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, there are some people that bought them, you know, just for the luxury, but not many of them left the showroom floor on luxury. And, guys, if you don't remember, this is a good time to tell you about this. Checking out our podcast, because we've talked about the CTSV before with the wagon and how low production numbers they are. Oh, yeah. So this is a good time for me to tell you. You need to go you know, check our podcast for shows in the past and also go on iTunes and look there. And All you got to do is hit search in the hot rod. Or hit hot rods and happy hour in the search and it pulls right up. Ex- exactly. All 37 episodes. Exactly, because this is show number 38. But, uh, I mean, these, these cars are great, and we've talked about them before in the wagons and how they're very collectible. So, I mean, a car worth worthy of checking out and worthy of being on this list. But moving on to number three is Mopar in the news again because this is the Dodge Hellcat Charger. That's right. The Charger outruns the Challenger. That's insane. That blows my mind. The, the Mordor ch- beats the coupe. The Mordor beats the coupe all day, which if you ever get get to drive a Challenger, those cars feel so heavy. And I think this is just where it proves itself because the Charger comes in at 204 miles an hour. That is ripping in a crew cab sedan. I mean, that That's is insane. rolling. Um, you know, and for under around sixty four thousand, so actually they're a little bit higher priced than the Challenger. 
Um, and but they're still with the 6.2 liter V8, the 707 horsepower, very stylish car, and you know. It's kind of like the Cadillac, but a little bit faster. It's got some, you know, nice amenities to it. Not as stylish as the Cadillac, but it's a four-door not car. Not as classy. It's not as classy, but it is a four-door car that actually absolutely hauls the man. I'll be honest with you, and I hate to say this, but this is the GM guy in me coming out. I look at like, the Cadillac CTSV as being like a leather jacket and the Hellcat being like a vinyl leather jacket. <laughs> like a fake leather jacket. And it kind of is. I mean... Like you, from a distance, you're like, hey, you get up on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, like, hey. you're still walking around in a leather jacket to yeah. the outside perception, but you, you know what you, it, you, you, know know what you really not. got on. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, you know, still, it's very impressive, and it's putting down some very impressive numbers. Oh, yeah. All right, coming in at our number two spot, a uh, Dodge that actually deserves to be on this list and up top, too. The Dodge SRT Viper. At a staggering 206 miles an hour. That's V10 power, baby. That is V10 power at its finest. The 8.4 liter, 640 horsepower V10, which is actually funny. It makes less horsepower than its cousins, the Challenger and the Charger. you got to think about how much torque that thing's making. Oh, you're talking about torque, the lightweight, uh, you know, of this car? I mean, you're talking about cars. It's a whole other realm. It is. Of car. You're talking about a car that competes with, like, the S-Class Mercedes. I mean. Of course, you, you could put a car seat in the Hellcat. Yeah. You can't put one in the Viper. Well, you can put one, but that's the only thing you're carrying in yeah. it. <laughs> but these are absolutely... Sorry, we had to leave your brother at home. <laughs> these are absolutely impressive cars, and, and I think they're very disturbing, uh, deserving of the number two spot. And I mean, disturbing, too, if you get outrun by one. Yeah, and disturbing. I, I remember, you know, when the first gens were big, and, and these things were like just pure nasty muscle cars. Well, I mean, the first Vipers, they kind of missed the mark a little bit with that V10. They weren't super, super. I mean, they were fast, don't get me wrong. Right. I mean, it was 1994. It didn't take a whole lot to be super fast. But they've come a long way. But you know what's odd about them back then is they they weren't quite the performer, you know, not only in speed but in handling as they are now. These cars were all over the place. They were were kind of like the wagon. It was just easy to fry tires in it and just all over the place. But they're, they're impressive cars for their time. That, that Tell was, us about number one. That leaves us with the number one spot. And this is actually a production car. Uh, one that I don't think very many of us around here are going to be buying anytime soon, but it's the Hennessy Venom. And it staggers in at a killer 270 miles an hour. 270? 270. Do you realize I would not get out of the electric chair to ride in this car? No, absolutely not. At 270 miles an hour, you could hit an ant in the middle of the road and die. Yeah. They don't even rate this car at a 0 to 60. This car gets a 0 to 100 miles an hour at 5.6 seconds. 1,244 horsepower, 7.0 liter twin turbocharged v8 these things are manufactured in texas and come in at a price tag of 1.2 million dollars the venom the venom gt is easily the fastest car to ever come from america and and i think it's very very deserving of the number one spot on this and they are actually very impressive they kind of put you in the mind of a bugatti veyron but with that being said, it's all the time we have for this show. I thank everybody for hanging out with us. It's been a fun show. I've had a great time doing this great, one. I've had a great time, too, guys. Tell you what, stick around next week. Same hot same hot rod time, same hot rod channel. Right here on 106.3 WORD. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.